Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, here we go. It is a Friday afternoon, and it was a short week because we were distracted with Mardi Gras. I'm Scoot on the air. Glad you're with us. You've heard that there's some rain around, and it's going to turn cold again. But, hey, come on. It's um, February 16th. That's what you expect this time of year. And believe me, it's going to be hot, and you're going to be uh, begging for these uh, these days when it gets really hot. Anyway, we have got a lot to cover. It's free-for-all Friday, and you know what that means. All right, right now you need to reach over there and crank it up because this is what you've been working for. All right, yeah, it's just, I mean, it seems like a really short week because of the Mardi Gras holiday and the festivities and, and you know, Mardi Gras time is a, is a busy time for me and, and, and the show, and it's kind of nonstop for a week or so, so... You know, I really I'm looking forward to this weekend and, and, and kind of relaxing and there's no football law and I'm I'm kinda of disappointed in, in that. So as I mentioned yesterday, I'm just gonna sit back and uh, watch the cold front come through. You know, watch the wind churn change, sit on my balcony and watch the wind change and everything. Well, I'll find more to do than just uh, than just that. All right, um, a lot going on and a lot to talk about. Look, let's get the serious stuff out of the way first, because it's free for all Friday and you know, we'd like to do it on any given day, but especially on Friday, we don't like to take things uh, too seriously, and we like to um, have as much fun as we can. But there was a shootout in New Orleans, and just, it was like a movie scene. Uh, gunshots, you know, fired everywhere. Just uh, gunfire, gunshots, just um, breaking the silence of, uh, of, of, of a neighborhood. And it really is uh, sad uh, that that uh, it, it comes to this. And and apparently, you know, we had that kind of lull. And I don't know what the stats are, but we we sort of had a lull uh, in in crime. And I, I wonder if it's picking up. And and one of the theories was that a lot of the 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 bad people had shot each other, and things were kind of settled. But I wonder if it's kicking up again. I I I, I don't know. Also, lawmakers in Louisiana are expected to um, deal with a concealed carry bill uh, that may pass during a special session. And, you know, just as a reminder that that rage is so close to the surface in, in America at a women's college basketball game, there was this like massive fight that erupted five players and three fans were were rejected, were ejected from the game. Southern Miss and Arkansas State was delayed 23 minutes when a melee broke out. And five players and three fans were ejected from the game last night. And it's like, wait, wait, you're going to a basketball game and, and you know, a fight breaks out and, and, and it just gets totally out of control. 
it, it just goes to show you that rage in America is just right there under the surface with a with a lot of people, and it's uh, it's scary. It really is scary. We talked about this yesterday, and a new poll shows that a majority of Americans are not certain that President Biden should serve a second term because of his age. An ABC News poll shows uh, 86% of Americans think that the 81-year-old president is too old to serve a second term as president. And I mentioned yesterday that, you know, from what I see, it seems like uh, Joe Biden is, is too old to serve a, a second term. And there's also a new poll showing that a third of voters are confident. Uh, I'm sorry, are, are only a third of voters are confident in, in President Biden's physical and mental stamina. Only a third are confident. And almost a half of the voters believe that something is going to happen to where he could be replaced as the Democratic nominee in the upcoming election. And I've said for a long time, and I, I, I hope it happens because I just can't imagine that we deal with Trump and Biden again. But I, I, I think that there may be uh, something that happens and, and we're not dealing with Trump or Biden. I don't know whether it's Trump or Biden or, or, or both, but I think there's still a possibility that something will happen. It seems like the election is really close. And in, in some ways it is. It's in November. But a lot can happen between now and November. And Joe Biden just continues to show signs that he's just not. He's just not as sharp as he was when he ran for president before, and he's just slowed down a lot. It's not so much his age at, at 81. Uh, Mick Jagger's 80. We've talked about this. Th- there are people who are 81 who are really sharp. Donald Trump is almost as old as, uh, as Joe Biden, but Donald Trump seems to be a lot more mentally sharp than, than Joe Biden. I don't like what Trump says sometimes, but it seems like he's mentally sharp or sharper than, than Joe Biden. But I, I know good things have happened while Joe Biden's been president. But I don't know. Right now, it just seems to me that he's, uh, he's too old to serve a, a second term. Also, this is really kind of embarrassing. One out of three Republicans still believe in that conspiracy theory that Taylor Swift is being used as a political pawn by the Democrats. And this started uh, right before the Super Bowl when... Right-wing radicals seem to take to, to social media, and they concocted this this ridiculous conspiracy theory that Taylor Swift in 2020 endorsed Joe Biden. So the speculation is that she's going to endorse endorse Joe Biden again. Taylor Swift is encouraging people to vote. Taylor Swift moves people. She gets people to do stuff. She tells people to vote. The number of people who voted after Taylor Swift said register to vote was was amazing. And it was really scary to Republicans because she apparently represents uh, a a lot of uh, Democrats. And and if if she says, look, a a lot of celebrities can can tell you to vote for somebody, but you're not going to vote for them. But in the case of Taylor Swift, she seems to have, have a lot of power over her over her fans. And some of them are actually old enough to vote. So Republicans are kind of scared of Taylor Swift, and and Trump is is scared of her in that she is an influence. So anyway, uh, the theory is that the Super Bowl was fixed for for the Chiefs to win because it would give her a bigger platform since she's dating Travis Kelsey, tight end for the Chiefs. It would give her a bigger and more potent platform 
for endorsing Joe Biden again. So the Super Bowl was fixed. This is the conspiracy theory. Super Bowl was fixed for the Chiefs to win, to give Taylor Swift a, a bigger a platform. Now, of course, we all know that's ridiculous. I mean, I say we all know that. Come on, you got to know that. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous to think that the Super Bowl was fixed. And if you have any evidence to the contrary, please share it with me, because I will put that on the air. Um, also, there is a lawsuit claiming that Tinder and Hinge turn users into addicts. These are dating apps that help people find romance and, in some cases, real love. Uh, but uh, they're now being accused of turning people into addicts. So we'll, we'll talk about that this afternoon. And this, I, I love this, um, for a long time, daily, uh, Fox News was, was talking about this Biden bribe story involving Burisma, the bribe story involving Ukraine, Joe Biden and his son Hunter. And it was all based on this um, FBI informant. The FBI informant has been arrested. The FBI informant now has been arrested and accused of lying to the FBI. And I know he's just been accused, but apparently there's some serious allegations. And now Fox News isn't talking about this anymore. All right. Gen Z. What is the favorite state of Gen Z? I don't know whether you've noticed this or not, but Gen Z is starting to get a lot of attention. And Fox News is doing a lot. Foxnews.com, the website, is doing a lot to, to cover Gen Z. So Gen Z has a favorite state. What state do you think that is? Yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Ian Hoke is our senior producer. He joins us in the other studio. Good afternoon. Welcome to the weekend. Good afternoon to you two as well. I am also delighted that it is a weird short week. As you know, I did not work on Monday, so this, it's pretty awesome to have a three-day work week. No complaints about that. Feeling good, feeling good, feeling great. I'm going to kind of not do very much this weekend like you. Kind of just ready to chill out. Yeah, Maybe I am. Uh, I am. I'll get caught up on my better call Saul. Maybe I'll make some progress on uh, Tears of the Kingdom. I don't know. But you know what I'm going to be doing more of is listening to the new Greta Van Fleet album, which I listened to as I was walking to work this morning. Came out last year. Didn't get really a chance to dig into it, but... It slaps. Speaking of Greta Van Fleet, they're going to be at uh, Jazz Fest they're 2024. Jazz Fest. Yeah, man. And the days of the performers have been announced. Not the specific stages we don't have and the times cubes and all yet. that. We don't have the cubes yet. But we, cubes. we've got uh, we've got bumper music scheduled for this afternoon throughout the show. That's going to uh, to be featuring. Oh sure, uh, look, it's the, right there. Yeah, some of the uh, some of the the bands that are performing Kick at Jazz Fest 2024. Excellent call. So yeah, we'll be doing that. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see them live. You know, I really wanted to go see them at the Lakefront yeah. Arena when they were a couple of years ago. I had plans to go do that, but then something came up. I can't remember. I, I was not able to go kind of at the last minute. So uh, I'm definitely going to be there for them at Jazz yeah. Fest. Man. I think I was in Portland and I I couldn't go. For those of you who don't know, we've talked about Greta Van Fleet on this show because they're a new rock band. You know, you know, you hear all this new pop music that's out. Greta Van Fleet is a, a legitimate rock band. They do rock. They say Led Zeppelin is not their influence, but man, the lead singer reminds you of uh, of Robert Plant, and they sound like like Led Zeppelin. They're not Led Zeppelin, and the singer is not Robert Plant. But there are similarities, and so in 2024, well, for the last couple of years. 
Greta Van Fleet has been a, a new band that is doing some really serious rock music. I just got a message for anybody out there who's like, I don't respect Greta Van Fleet because they're just a Led Zeppelin knockoff. You know what my message is for you? Shut up. Sit down. Nobody cares. It's not Led Zeppelin is not yeah. out here making new music. The 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 culture has room for a, a Led Zeppelin yes. sounding band. And it's they're writing their own music. They're young guys. They're like, you know, somewhere between like twenty two and twenty six years old. I mean, this is what we want. This is what we need more of. I mean, I enjoy the weekend. I I, I enjoy the weekends. Sure. Uh, the, the weekends reference to the eighties. A lot of his music reminds me Absolutely. of the eighties. I, I, I enjoy that. The midnight. But that's why Greta Van Fleet stands out because uh, they're 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 a band that's like doing some pretty serious rock in in, in modern times. I mean, they're not doing, you know, um, Ariana Grande stuff. You know, they're yeah. not doing Taylor no, Swift Olivia stuff. They Rodrigo. are they are doing rock and and coming up in I think it's uh, is it the next hour or is what? it later? This, I, anyway, I've got a I've got a, a Greta Van Fleet song. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's up. in the three o'clock hour. Three o'clock hour. Yeah. Okay, that's going to be coming up a little bit later. Great. Mardi Gras is often judged by the trash, and New Orleans has announced the amount of trash for twenty twenty four. The city collected four thousand two hundred eighty eight pounds of glass. Of glass. 4,564 pounds of aluminum cans. You know how light an aluminum can is? 4,564 pounds of aluminum cans is approximately 154,000 aluminum cans. Damn. 12,729 pounds of beads and throws. 306 pounds of plastic bottles. That equates to about 8,300 plastic bottles. So based on the trash, it was a very successful Mardi Gras. Wow. And it's interesting when you judge something based on trash. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, let's try this one more time. That's the right. We want this one. Hang on. Yeah. Now look, um, New Orleans uh, should should never celebrate trash. We, we you know we do after Mardi Gras because it's an indication of a of a, of a, a big celebration. It's an indication of a successful Mardi Gras. But look, um, this is no excuse to litter during the rest of the year. Do not litter, and because we do it on Mardi Gras Day, because we do it around Mardi Gras, even in Jefferson Parish, just because there's trash there doesn't mean you have an excuse to litter every day. So don't trash. And those little uh, pick things that you use to get the meat from food and food from between your teeth, that's trash. Cigarette butts are trash. And I guarantee you, whenever I see this stuff on the street, steps away, there is a trash receptacle. Can you just throw the stuff in the trash? I mean, not a lit cigarette, but you can throw stuff in the trash. I'm Scoot on the air. It's free for all Friday. We're going to be back with uh, your calls and some of your text messages on WWL. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, the days are out for Jazz Fest 2024. Foo Fighters performing Friday, May the 3rd. I'm Scoot on the air. It's free for all Friday. It's cloudy. You might be in a, a shower right now. The, the rain's going to increase uh, later today as this uh, front moves through here. And it's going to be cold AF uh, tomorrow and tomorrow night. And maybe on the North Shore, a freeze by Monday. But don't freak out because it won't stay cool for very long. All right, let's go to Ian Hoke. I, I, I love to um, I, I love to hear some of the early texts that come in at the beginning of this show when we talk about all the things that we're going we're gonna to talk about. Uh, we'll start out here talking about, uh, you know, Tay Tay. Here's a text that says, so I wonder if Taylor Swift's politics were different and she had endorsed Trump if the outcry would be the same. Let's ask all of these people that are against her that question. Well, we know the answer to that. Uh, all of those people who are against Taylor Swift uh, and, and all of those people who say that performers should just perform and not uh, tell us about politics, not all of them, but I would say 95% of them um, would uh, be in favor of Taylor Swift doing that if she were endorsing uh, Donald Trump. And, uh, you know, I don't hear those people complain when Ted Nugent mouths off about about politics because he's a, a conservative. When the conservatives do it, the right wing radicals think that's OK. But anybody who doesn't want to wear the uh, the dunce hat that says hypocrite, the hypocrite mm-hmm. hat, then they've, they've got to realize that it's either right or wrong. And you're either for it or against it, regardless of the political ideology that's being um, espoused. Uh, here's a text that says, uh, Scoot, I love you to death. But your infatuation with Taylor Swift is a little nutty. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, uh, it's not just my infatuation with her, but it's kind of America's infatuation. It's yeah. kind of the audience's infatuation. Yep. I don't make this stuff up. I mean, we talk about the things that are that are part of pop culture, the things that are popular. And I didn't make Taylor Swift this popular. She uh, is just that popular. So, yeah, we, we, we talk about her. Somebody offered me uh, $20 to stop talking about her. And I said, no way. I mean, no way, not, not, not for 20 bucks. I mean, it's going to take a lot more than that to it's, get me to stop talking about her. Stick a couple extra zeros on the end that maybe we'll be talking uh flipping over to politics for a moment here's one that says so i've heard trump takes stimulant medications such as adderall i'm a registered nurse and i have no problem with that but it is not supposed to be used by adults over 65 years old as it can affect the heart it even has a black box warning for doctors says to avoid prescribing it to seniors because it can also have negative effects on your personality such as causing anger, aggression, irritability, etc. Well, my first, uh, my first question is: I mean, where did you hear that? I, I heard, I heard that Trump takes Adderall. I mean, I, you know, that doesn't mean anything to me because anybody will say anything about about, about anything, and so you, you know, there's no, there's no credibility. And in, in I heard that. I'm not, and I'm, I'm, I'm not discrediting you as a as a nurse, and I appreciate that you know about the symptoms of uh, of Adderall. Uh, Adderall use, um, but again, 
you know, I don't know. Is Trump really using it, or is that something that's just being said? I don't, I don't know. Well, there's that picture that came out during the 2016 campaign of him in his office eating the taco bowl. He says, I love Mexicans. They have great taco bowls or whatever. And in the background, you can see a box of Sudafed. And it's a kind of Sudafed that you can only get in the UK. You're literally not allowed to sell or dispense that particular medication. And so this had kind of fit in with a rumor earlier that, uh, you know, part of the sniffing that he always does is because he's got like an addiction to the Sudafed. I don't know. Hmm. But, you know, I don't think there's ever really been any hard evidence about that either way. It's kind of, we can can kind of laugh and snicker about it. Yeah, yeah, and we will. But if there's like, (laughs) if there's, you know, if there's serious evidence of that, well, then, you know, we'll we'll, we'll talk about that. I I don't think anything is out of the realm of possibility with with any of these people. Uh, Here's a texter that says, to me, Greta Van Fleet's lead singer reminds me of Freddie Mercury. I photographed their last concert at the arena. Hmm, okay. That's also, moments later, the same texter says Taylor Swift just donated $100,000 to the family of That's the right. woman that was killed in Kansas City. That's right. I have not heard that. Yes. I'll give you a couple more quick ones. Uh, here's a text that says, people, uh, excuse me, people need to find real things to fuss about. I am a conservative, but my favorite band of all time is Rage Against the Machine. And I think we both know <laughs> where they stand in politics. Just listen to the music and enjoy it. Well, think about how many hardcore right-wing Republicans <laughs> love the boss, Bruce Springsteen. Yep. You're not going to get more liberal than Bruce Springsteen. But why does that matter? You know, I mean, I, I, I would like somebody, if I like somebody's music, I'm going to listen to it in the same way that if I like a beer, I'm going to drink the beer. I don't care if they reach out to some trans influencer on, on, on TikTok. If I like something, I'm going to enjoy it, and I'm not going to let other people tell me what to like. Hey, speaking of that, here's a text from James and Harvey. We were talking about all the garbage they picked up after Mardi Gras. There's so many pounds or tons of cans. Yeah. James and Harvey says, how many of those cans do you think were Bud Light cans? <laughs> yeah, I bet many Lots of them, of them were. Lots yes, of them. I bet many of them I did were. my part. All right. Uh, let's go to River Bend. And Rob, you're on WWL. Hey, Rob, good afternoon. Happy Friday. Hey, Scoot. You know, I love you. Um, Appreciate it. You know, I think a big scandal. I'm sorry to bring some bad news here on Friday. But uh, Jeff Landry turned down a $73 million grant that would have gone towards uh, children who are food insecure this summer to supplement their diets. Yeah, I heard that, and, and, have- and I, I heard that he, he did it because he said that was a pandemic program and the pandemic is over. But what isn't over, Governor, is um, kids that are hungry, kids that start the day off hungry. And you know what? Poor nutrition from like prenatal to 10 can equal like a 20 point IQ difference. Yeah. Then you got a child who's going to be less successful in school, less yeah. successful at work, prone to rage, prone to anger. Yeah. And it's just an absolute scandal. I mean, Edwin Edwards would not turn down a $73 million grant from the federal government. Uh, I don't think John Bell Edwards would have either. Uh, Rob, I'm glad you brought that up. I did read that uh, before going on the air uh, today. And I just I I think it's it's sad that there are some who are just so cold hearted to. You know, if you really think about like if you really think about the, the, the young people who start the day off with nothing to eat. I mean, that's hard for me to imagine, but exactly. you know, these kids did these kids didn't ask to be born into that situation, but they're in it. And if we can't do more to help them, then then shame on us. And, and maybe there's some really good reason that I don't know about. But uh, Jeff Landry needs to explain why he made that decision. 
Jeff Landry seems to be turning into Bobby Jindal 2.0 without the good education. Yeah, uh, he seems to be turning into a uh, right-wing radical, which is what he was when he was uh, attorney general. But I, I'm giving him a, a fresh chance. Rob, I'm glad you called the show. Uh, it is uh, sad news. And really, I, you know, I, I think about this. Um, I mean, remember being a kid? Remember all the insecurities you had when you were a kid, when you were going to school? What if you didn't have anything to eat? I mean, what if you didn't have a meal to start to start the day? How does that help you? How does that help society? Maybe there's more to this that, that I don't know about. And, and, and I'll, I'll have an, an open mind to a, a good explanation about why this program was discontinued. Yeah, the pandemic's over. But children being hungry, that's not over. All right, if you want to join us, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line, 504-260-1870. Let's go to Kimberly in New Orleans. Hey, Kimberly. It's good. How are you? I'm good. So this is about yesterday's comment, and take Democrat, Democrat, Republican, everything else out of the situation. As an airline pilot, you have to retire at 65. They don't want you taking those lives of those passengers. So why would we have somebody over 65 running the country with all our lives at hand? Wow, I've seen pilots that I thought were older than 65. Um, most airlines make you retire at 65. At 65. That's really, especially today, that's really young because that's like the new 45. Exactly. But that's yeah. that. So, like, why would you want yeah. somebody over 65 handling all of our lives in the country? You know, I think that's an interesting point. I, I don't have a problem with uh, Biden's age as much as I have a problem with how he seems to be acting at this uh, at this age. And, you know, some some people are just really keen at 80 and, and some people are really not keen at, at 80 at all. Kimberly, I'm glad you called the show. If you have a great weekend. All right. We're going to take a break. If you want to join us, if you're on hold, stay with us. We'll get to your calls coming up and more of your text messages as well. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I mean, this is really embarrassing. One out of three Republicans actually believe that conspiracy that Taylor Swift is being used by the Democrats, and the Super Bowl was fixed. Boy, they sure made it look real, because the Super Bowl went into overtime. I mean, they made that look so real. But it was fixed, because it's all designed. This is how powerful the Democrats are. I mean, why, why, why aren't the Republicans this powerful? Why, why are the Democrats so powerful that they can fix the Super Bowl to give a better platform to Taylor Swift to endorse Joe Biden as president? I don't, I don't understand that. And yes, if you, if you haven't heard, Taylor Swift did donate um, $100,000 to the family of the, the young um, DJ. She was a radio personality, the young DJ who was... Uh, killed in the, the Kansas City shooting following the parade celebrating the victory of the Super Bowl. Still up on our uh, website, www.com, is the uh, blog that I wrote about mass shootings uh, ruin another celebration of goodness in America. Is it planned? And I, I, I kind of speculate on this, this, this maybe this collective effort to, uh, you know, it's, it's not that there's a, a memo that goes out or an email that, that goes out, 
but it just seems like there is this this concerted effort, subconscious or whatever, to ruin celebrations of goodness. That there is this element in America that wants to ruin the celebration of goodness. Anyway, that blog's on our website at www.com. It's also on the Scoot and the Air Facebook page. All right, we're starting off with a very busy free-for-all Friday, and we'll be back with more of your comments on WWL. The days are out for Jazz Fest 2024. Beach Boys are performing at Jazz Fest Thursday, the first Thursday of Jazz Fest, April the 25th. I'm Scoot on the air. We're going to feature some of the buffer music of uh, some of the performers that are going to be performing at uh, Jazz Fest this year. All right, uh, a lot of calls to get to. Also, we're going to get to uh, some of your text messages coming up. It is free for all Friday on the show. And let's go to Ben, who's in New Orleans. Ben, you're on WWL. Happy Friday. Hello, Ben. Hey. Hey, Ben, how are you? Hey, how are you? Good. Did How's you did you have a comment? Everything's going well. Did you have a, a comment? So I had a comment. Uh, my father actually reached out to me. He's an avid listener of your show. Okay. Uh, I own a cycling company called Real Cycle, and we're kind of reimagining how New Orleans recycles. And some of those numbers you read off this, or earlier, just not too long ago, about all the aluminum cans and the glass bottles and all of those things are actually – or the cans, the glass bottles, and the beads were all actual things that the city sponsored for six different environmental organizations to actually save, divert those materials from the landfill. So we're actually, we used to measure the success of Mardi Gras by trash, right? How much trash we collected, what was that number? Not so much a fancy thing anymore. We're kind of shifting that narrative by how much did we actually save? How much did we actually recycle? How much okay. of this material can actually put back into the community? And we just wanted to highlight that it was kind of a, an opportunity to show that, yes, we do need to stop littering, but there are other solutions to these materials that for so long have been wasted and have just been thrown into the landfill. Yeah, I, you know, we've seen that trend over the last, you know, I guess, couple of decades, and it's uh, it, it's slower to reach New Orleans than other, other cities have, you know, have lived around the country. And you know, in a place like uh, Portland or Seattle, it's a lot more advanced than it, than it is here. But it, it is getting better here. I mean, I, I definitely see that. And I think that's an interesting point about glass and aluminum cans. And, and these are things that, uh, that, that can be recycled, and, and, and that's good. Um, but, but overall, it, it's been kind of a joke that we, we measure the success of Mardi Gras by the, the pounds of, of trash in the, in, in, in the streets. But you bring up a good point about how a lot of this stuff, it's, it's technically trash, but at least it's being recycled. Uh, it's really not trash, and that's kind of the problem. Of We see it as trash. We're taught it's that trash, so we throw it on the ground. But when you take a step back and we kind of reimagine and then reeducate and recreate this culture around this material that is at all of these events, because we do measure how much fun we had by how much of the trash, but really— it's rethinking that, hey, that aluminum can actually isn't a piece of trash. We shouldn't call it trash. Well, we Ben, I mean, you're, you know, because of what you do, you, I, I think you're a little sensitive to semantics here. I mean, it, it, if it's in the street and it's been used, it's it's trash. And, I, you know, you shouldn't be oversensitive to that. I think you do a good job in, in talking about recycling and, and that, you know, we can rethink the way we look at that. But, I mean, technically it's it, it's trash. And if we recycle the trash, well, that's a good thing. True, I guess, but it's really not. It's not. It's only trash because of the investment that goes into the cleanup 
to make it trash as opposed to okay. switching that to well, on, pull these materials out. I understand the point you're making, but on this show, if there's something that has been used and it's thrown in the street, we're going to refer to it as trash. If it can be recycled, that's a that's that's a wonderful thing. But it's still, it's I mean, before you can recycle something, it has to be trash. You're not recycling things off the shelf, right? Well, when you don't recycle, it becomes trash, and that's what we're just kind of trying to change and educate that it doesn't have to be trash. It doesn't need to be trash, even if it's on the ground when you pick it up. Where okay. you choose to do it that determines if it's waste or not. It's not waste until we waste it. So when you throw it on the ground, it does, like you're saying, become trash. Well, but Ben, he's treating it as trash. To, that's all. I'm glad you're involved. Uh, in, that is, I, I, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you're involved in recycling because that is a very uh, it's it's a very positive thing, and I, I wish there was more of that in, in 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 our city. But it is it is getting better. All right. Have a good weekend. Let's go to Terry and Slidell. Hey, Terry. Scoot, how you doing? I'm good. You recovered from Mardi Gras? Uh, you know, I have. It was never that bad other than just being uh, tired. You know, I don't uh, I don't uh, drink to the point where I, you know, get oh, drunk or anything. But there's two things I want to make comment. First of all, when LSU wins the national championship in football and baseball and women's basketball, you know, we don't kill people we just party on down i remember 2003 we just partied in the french quarter they turned to they turn the lights out when lsu wins that's one thing about louisiana might be last and everything but we do know how to celebrate championships well you know and then the second comment that lady said about 65 year olds you know shouldn't well how can they run the country well if they did that You'd have to get rid of every Congress, not well, I say not every, 90% of the congressmen and 100% of the senators, because <laughs> they're all over 65, and they sure ain't going to take yeah. their job away from, you know, they, you know, look, look at them, 80, 90 years old, they've been in there for 50 years, they've been in there for 65 years. Yeah, they're that's... not going nowhere. No, You're I... not going to get that to happen, because you ain't going to get, it's the same way of voting term, you know, term limits, you know, a senator can only run twice, you know, a congressman three times. You're not going to get that to happen. No. They're not going to vote to get their job off because the most important thing a politician is doing is to get elected the first time and then keep re-elect, getting reelected the yeah. second time on until they make all their money. I, I know. And, 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 you know, and then and then they go on to retire and become lobbyists and make even more. And, and look at all the people who are retiring. Look at all the politicians who have just reached the breaking point when it comes to the B.S., the politics that are now involved in in um, American politics, I mean, just the the BS that's involved in American politics. Look at what's what's ca- causing people to retire. I mean, I don't blame them because it's it's it, it, too much of it is BS. Ian's got a couple of quick texts for us. Here's a text that says, "Wow, after that conversation, I need to get one trashed or two wasted." Well, I understand what Ben is saying, but I'm sorry. It's, it, I mean, I totally get his point, but, you know, there are always going to be those people who are on the extreme side of something, and Ben doesn't even want to call it trash because it's recycled. I'm sorry. If it's empty, if it's consumed, if it's a container of some kind, it's in the street, you know, it's trash. James on the North Shore is listening. He says he's trying to tell you to reimagine trash. If people don't see it as trash, they'll be more likely to put it in the right place. Same with people. We got to stop looking at people like they're trash. 
Well, it's recycle kind of, those people. That's kind of, that's kind Put of difficult. Put those people in the recycling. It's bin. very difficult to to see some people as not <laughs> trash. Here's the text that says, "One man's trash is another man's treasure." I get it. I mean, I understand. Look, I applaud Ben for standing up for what he does and and for representing his industry well and for for trying to get us to reimagine trash. But I mean, I'm not going to be so sensitive and so woke that now we can't call something in the street trash. It doesn't mean I don't respect recycling because I do. Well, I hope that you're using the right pronouns for that trash because we won't tolerate that. Here's a Texas says. Who did the poll on the Republicans that Scoot talked about? That is a Monmouth poll. Uh, and I actually, I've got, I've got it pulled up on the computer here in front of me. If anybody wants a, a link to it, I can send you a link to the poll that says one out of three Republicans think yeah. the Super Bowl was rigged by Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift and Joe Biden. Uh, that's Monmouth. Monmouth is okay. It's it's a legitimate it's poll. A legit yes, poll. It's yeah. very legit. It's not you know CNN or MSNBC or anything right. like that. So if you want to see that poll, I'll uh, I'll text you a link and you can look at the cross tabs and see how many people they polled and what are the questions that they asked and everything like that. I know you you know I I love the people that boy if the poll is something that that they agree with. They love the credibility Nobody of the polls. Nobody believes polls. Who believes polls? But then if it's something they disagree with, then polls are all bogus. Well, you see Trump's you know. polling really well, so obviously America wants Trump. Yeah. Well, okay. But it's look at what I mean, it's kind of embarrassing that that one out of three Republicans believes that ridiculous yeah. conspiracy theory about not, uh, about not, Taylor Swift. Not a great look. All right. Uh, if you're on hold, hang on. More of your calls, more of your texts are coming up on the uh, Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar on this day in 2007. We started to get a glimpse of the meltdown of Britney Spears. On this day in 2007, Britney Spears shaved her head and then she went and got some new ink at a tattoo parlor. And she was uh, going through a divorce. She'd gone through a divorce a couple of months earlier with uh, Kevin uh, Federline. And she was negotiating custody of her kids. But this is when she shaved her head and got uh, got new ink. So this was the beginning of the meltdown. But I was all for free, Britney, when it came down to uh, the money issue. I'm Scoot, and we'll be right back on Free For All Friday here on WWL. Leslie Gore's party ended on this day in uh, 2015. This is the day that she uh, she passed away. She had lung cancer, and she was uh, 68 years old. And she had a number of hits. Uh, this was her biggest it's my party, and I'll cry if I want to. Nobody should be crying at parties. Parties are supposed to be fun. What happened to her? Don't be crying Maybe at parties. Maybe it was worth crying about. Oh. Yeah, Maybe she's so. kind of upset about her boyfriend. I mean, yeah, I mean, look, there are, yeah, there are, I guess there are reasons to cry at parties. All right, a lot more still to come. If you're on hold, hang on. More of your calls, more of your texts are coming up. It is Free For All Friday. I'm Scoot on the air on WWL. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 